Welcome to North Bay Christ the King. You're listening to our weekly service message podcast. Join us every Sunday morning at 9.30 and 11 o'clock at our campus location in Birch Bay, Washington. Thank you for tuning in. That's who we are. That's what we are about at Christ the King. This is a special weekend. It's a very unique weekend of what we're doing here. But what you just saw is a reflection of who we are at CTK. If you're new or newer here today, this is, uh, this, this is probably maybe new information. Some of you, this is a, a refresher, really, of what we're about as, as a church. And so we thought before we jump into a, a new season, new teaching series, to take particularly this day uh, to do this together. So this is really, really our vision Sunday that you're going to hear from these guys here. In fact, we didn't have to do this alone because, Tyler, you're back here. Where have you been all summer? Actually, Tyler has been on tour uh, with his wife, uh, Bonnie. It's the Bonnie-Tyler tour. Um, total Eclipse of the Heart, right? You want to say that? Okay. Uh, don't. We don't want to hear that. Um, you're going to have a worship leader. Good. I'm, that'll be great. No, you actually are good. Actually, you're a good singer. I forgot. I, I, I'm not. That's right. That is. So, um, but, but Tyler has been, as they've been going around to each of the CTK churches, I uh, went to Ferndale, downtown, Sudden Valley. Next weekend, we'll be at CTK Bellingham, sh- sharing what he's going to be sharing here in a moment. And Derek Archer, the Derek Archer, is with us here all the way out in Birch Bay. If you don't know Derek, Derek leads our church planning endeavors at CTK. Not only that, I've known Derek as a personal friend for over 15 years. That's how old we are. We go all the way back to the basketball court, and uh, we still haven't played basketball for a long time. We need to get back on the the court to do that. But uh, we are sharing a vision with you today that's not a new vision. It's, as I said, it's who we are. It's what we're about. And before we go ahead, it's so important that we take some time to just tell a bit of the backstory of the miraculous hand of God and what's happened here. So I want to take a moment here. You've heard a lot already. You're going to hear some more. But let me just tell you this. In 2003, Christ the King Community Church in Bellingham took a huge risk. It said, we're not going to be a bigger church. We're going to be a church that's going to do more and be about the kingdom of God. And to follow the great commission, Jesus says, is to go and make disciples. And a group of people literally said that we're going to do that to go north. And they gathered in an area called Birch Bay Outlets, and now is the Birch Bay Square. So if you're drinking your pumpkin spice latte, those are back at Woods, and you look across the parking lot, that's where the church started in its location. A few years later, the church, uh, new, new ownership, a new lease, and so they were needing to move and get it, become mobile, and they moved to Blaine Primary School and was there for two years. And during that time, Pastor Randy Duggan uh, stepped away, and the church too, and took another huge risk on hiring a young guy for an interim position named Dan, and uh, he hasn't left since. And so the way the Lord works is crazy uh, the, those days. But there was a miracle that took place even out of a, a challenge because we needed to leave the school district just because of the lease ran out, and we're going, oh, no, we're homeless in nine weeks. What are we going to do? And God opened up this building. Remember walking in this building and birds flying all around. I'm like, what we're going to do with this place? But it was free, and we took it. And God has used, and we're here still, and be a part of this. But I want you to tell you, as you're hearing this, the, the church is not about a location. The church is about people. The church is about a connection place for people to find God 
and to find one another in community. And so over the many, many years, we've seen God's hand in this church, miraculous work. We've seen hundreds of people say yes to Jesus at this this, this church, and to find a group, a place to belong, and feel empowered to go out and be missionaries, just like you heard of Alex and Taryn, who have left to yesterday, and they're on the road going to Mexico, and Mikhail and others are saying, we're going to be a part of, as individuals, going out and fulfilling the mission of Jesus, but we're also talking also collectively to do that, because what we found is that you can't contain the mission in four little walls of a little barn. It's too big. My my old pastor used to say this, the the, sh- the shoe should never dictate how big the foot should get. So there's n- think about that. It, you can't contain it. There's a mission what Jesus is doing as a part of it. And it's, at Christ the King, our mission is bigger than, than walls. It's, it's about people. To be an authentic Christian community that effectively reaches out. To effectively reach out through love, acceptance, and forgiveness. For people to find the, the hope of Jesus and to find purpose in their life. And when, how, how many know we can't do that alone? And we discovered that we can't do it alone and be a part of this great movement, that together really is better. And just a few years ago, we gathered with other CTK churches, and we formed this, this network of churches and with this grand vision of who we are, but also where we're going. And this is what we want to do, is that we want to become a healthy sending church movement that carries the hope of Jesus to individuals, communities, and the nations. And we spent some time these last few years focusing on those three words, healthy sending movement. And healthy meant for us is that we need to get healthy. Sometimes you can go, 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 and reach so many people and be successful that way. We see every something this is what we got to be healthy in our core. And we weren't. And the Lord helped us through this painful process. You ever gone to the doctor and you think you're doing great and then you get all your, your lab reports and everything, you're not doing very good. And the Lord really used that as a time of a checkup for us to be healthy in our core. And we found unity like never before. And out of that, we became about sending. And we've been in the sending business. My old pastor, another old pastor used to say, it's not about the seating capacity of a church, it's about the sending capacity. And we made that mantra this last year of being a sending church. And we send individuals like Mikhail and others are going, but a movement of multiple people. And I would tell you, a movement of multiple people, it takes, it's a challenge. To be a, a church pastor of ascending church, it takes a lot of challenge. And I've learned along the lines that, that is this, is that even though I, sometimes I think my, my job as a pastor is to build a congregation, you think that's the job of a pastor to do. And I realized something, Lord convicted me last year, that I'm not about building a bigger church. Jesus says, no, I build my church and the gates of hell will not come against it. Dan, your job is not to build a church. Your job is to help others do what we're called to do. And one job is to make disciples, to go and make disciples. And we learn along the lines to really obey that through true obedience. You know what's required to sacrifice? Because obedience without sacrifice, it's easy to do that. That's not true obedience. But obedience and sacrifice is, is, starts with stretching. And the Lord gave me a verse to really confirm the work that we're doing right here. And it's the words of Isaiah. It's this. This is what Isaiah says. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent. Curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. And your descendants will dispose of nations and settle in in the desolate cities. And you know what we found is literally we were doing this this last year. There's a group of of young adults and some youth, including my own kids, that join a guy named Eric Young, 
to go. You remember Eric? He'll be back with us in a few weeks. Eric went to Ferndale to help the work there with the youth community that needed at CTK Ferndale. And now we're looking toward the north, to the right and to the, to the left and to the north, south and to the north, at a community of people gathered together for CTK Blaine. Nine years ago when we moved here, I had this gnawing in my stomach, what about Blaine? What about the community and the neighborhood of Blaine? We can't leave them out. And we tried to do some gatherings. Some of you remember that? We gathered, but it wasn't sustainable because we didn't have a community and we, we didn't have the leadership that needed. Well, this last year, Lord, after many years, I know Derek and I, we prayed many, many years for this. The Lord would raise up a leader. And God gave us a leader and gave us a wonderful couple, Tyler and Bonnie Mitchell. And, and you're going to hear Tyler's heart here in a moment for what they're about to do. But God brought that together. And last fall, we made a big, we made, made a big announcement that we're expecting. Not you and I. The, whole, the, the church together. We are expecting together. And I don't want to get too weird about what that looks like. But the reality is, is this. is that God, there was an expectancy that we're going to give birth to a church. And here we are now a year later and what God's going to do. And there's just been this whole process of preparation for that. So Tyler, it's all yours. Give us, give us your heart and passion and what's next for us here. Thank you, Dan. I, I just, uh, yeah, that image, man, is just really good. <laughs> but it, it works, you know, it's, uh, we're expecting. Um, I, hey, I'm just excited about what God has done in this process. It's been almost a year since that night. I remember being just really nervous that night and just, Wondering, man, God, you know, what, how are you going to use this announcement? And um, since that time, God's just um, b- brought a team together. Uh, he's given other people vision for Blaine. It's just really cool to be open and be open-handed and just see, hey, God, what do you want to do here? We're here. We're available. How do you want to use us? And um, God's just brought amazing people. And uh, But I remember that night, that was like that first uh, faith step, like, okay, we, we are actually going to do this. We're going to get the ball rolling. And um, so for the past year, we've invited all of you to be on this journey with us. And all of you have been been a part of it in some way. Either you you joined the team or you've prayed for us or you've you've given us or, or you've, you've thought about it. And uh, I just, I love this community. And um, the thing about it is, um, what I love about it is, is, I was mentioning to someone after first service, when we talk about this, it's not weird. Like, it's like, this is what normal churches do. They send people. And uh, Dan talked about that, how the vision of CTK is to be a healthy sending movement. And the first time I heard about that, I knew that's what I wanted to be a part of. That I didn't want to start my own thing, that I wanted to be a part of what God is already doing. And uh, so God has already been at work here, and we get to be the extension of that up in Blaine. Um, I have been on tour, Dan. I was on tour. Um, we uh, we have been going around to, and I didn't get the guitar out, but maybe next time. Um, but um, we have been on tour just sharing this vision of what God's doing in Blaine. And what's cool is it's just inspiring people in other communities. It's it's an image of of what the church should be about and, and sending out. So that's been really, really neat. And I'm finding pockets of Blaine people in really, you know, other communities. So it's kind of like, hey, come, you know, come home, okay? Um, so, but this idea of sending, you know, we talk about, hey, we're sent. And being sent, it's not a, it's not a cute word that pastors use to describe this kind of stuff. It's an actual calling that God gives us. Um, we are all called by Jesus as sent people. Um, 
in John 20, 21, Jesus is talking to his, his disciples, and this is after he died and rose again, and he's with his disciples now, and he says, as the Father sent me, so I send you. We're all, if we, if we follow Christ, we are all sent. We are called and sent by God, because God is always sending. He always has. If you think back in the Old Testament, God sent, called and sent Abraham. He called and sent Moses. He called and sent his prophets. And then he sent Jesus um, to, be, uh, to be the one that would bring us back to God because he loved us and, uh, and he wanted to be reunited with us. And then to continue that mission, God sends out his spirit and his church uh, to continue that mission. So, so really what this comes down to is calling. Um, we're walking uh, in, in this big calling, we are called to love God, we are called to love others, and we're called to make disciples. But in that, God gives each of us a specific calling. And I wanted to share this verse in Ephesians uh, that says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we all have this general calling to love God love others, and make disciples. We all find fulfillment as Christ followers when we're walking in that calling. Um, but the other part of that is God has all called us to a specific work. He's, he calls people to specific communities. Uh, he calls people to specific things in that community. And one amazing thing about being a church planner is to just see the people that God has called to specific works in that community and be able to celebrate that. And uh, so the question is, church, it's not whether if we're called, but whether we'll respond. It's not if we're called, we're all called, but will we respond? Uh, Because when we do that, we get to do what we were created to do. We get to be who we we were created to be sent by God. Um, I like what uh, Jeff Vanderstelt said. He said, God always calls us to do things that we couldn't do without him. And so for, for this season in Blaine, that has been for Bonnie and I that step. This is not something that we could do without God. And what's been amazing is as we've taken steps, God has not only confirmed steps, he's brought the right people uh, to build this church in Blaine. And I've seen a hunger in the community of Blaine for this type of movement from all across the board. It's been open doors. Um, and this has been stretching for us. I never thought I'd be planting a church. That always seemed too tough. I I have never in a million years considered myself entrepreneurial or anything like that um, until I sat down with this guy. And uh, yeah, that, that kind of changed things. And uh, <laughs> but, but the first time I met with Derek and he explained what it is to be a healthy sending movement, I knew it was something that God was calling me to do. And so Bonnie and I moved to Blaine last September with this heart to let's, let's see what God wants to do in Blaine. And so I've seen God at work in every step of this process. Uh, we've been, last summer, one of the, the highlights was being able to um, work on the Blaine Amphitheater as a community and, and do restoration work. There really hasn't been many events there in the last 20 years. And then we put on a worship night there and 92 people showed up. This is Blaine we're talking about. Come on, right? 92 people. Um, and uh, what's cool about that is that even this week, I still hear people come up and be like, oh, hey, were you the guys who were down there on July 3rd, that worship night? And, um, 
And just I, people from other, even other faiths, a guy from another faith just said, hey, that was really inspiring what you guys did. There's just such a sincerity there. And um, so it's just really cool. Um, but more than that, just to see God call people into leadership, God um, call young couples into leadership. And, and, um, and, and it's just so cool, this team that God's forming and the people that God has, has called, there's been a specificness to their calling. Like they, there's, a, there's our big calling, but even in it, there's this specific calling. So um, I just want to share a little bit about um, what's coming next. Um, so we're going to continue to um, identify leaders. We're going to continue to start groups. That's really, we're in this phase where it's, we're seven weeks away from launching this thing. And I, I'm like, I'm ready for it. But, you know, we, we, there, it seems like there's a lot to do in that seven weeks. Um, so we've got another team meeting coming up in September. We'll have one in October. We're doing a leaders retreat. And our plan is to uh, launch officially on October 21st. And uh, I, it, it's just, it's just unbelievable. God provided a facility for us. Um, we, I, we didn't know if, if we would be able to get the community center in Blaine. And if you read the Northern Light, there was some drama in there. Will they get it? Won't they? Who knows? We did. And God provided in the city council. The city council voted six to nothing to approve this thing. And so we are just praising God. Um, even the, the message of the city was, hey, we want you guys to get established uh, from the city, which is pretty awesome. Um, so all this to say, uh, we have this vision, this, this vision that we've, we've had this mantra since we started. Uh, if you've been, if I've probably dropped it in every single sermon, but the mantra in Blaine as it is in heaven, like that's what we want to see. We talk about kingdom and what would it look like? If God really ruled in a community, if God really reigned in a community, there'd be a spirit of freedom everywhere. And so we want to see that ushered in, in Blaine. And so we're doing what we can. We are not perfect. I, I have learned so many times uh, in, in this process, uh, my lack <laughs> and, and my weakness, but God is faithful. And what we do have is Jesus, and that's enough. And so I'm excited to see um, this thing continue. So guys, there's a, there's a, a response card. I didn't bring it in, uh, up today, but there's a response card in your program that gives you three ways that, that you can participate in this. And I want to invite everybody to participate in this. Um, the one thing I would ask from everybody is that you would pray for this, that, that you would believe that God is on the move and that you would pray for us as we get launched in Blaine. Um, we actually have a weekly email that we send out with specific prayer needs um, I'd love to put you on that email. If you check that box and write your email down, I'll make sure that you get that. Um, another thing that you can do is give. Um, there's a lot of uh, upfront costs to uh, planting a church, just some real practicalities. And, and if you'd feel called to give, um, if you're on the team, if you'd consider, consider tithing, we're actually you know, called to tithe. Um, or if you would um, just consider like a one-time gift, if you just want to support us as we launch this thing, that would be awesome. Um, and then the last thing, uh, the last thing that we would offer is just join. We we're, we're inviting anyone who wants to participate in this to come and to be a part of what God's doing in Blaine. And I know I can say that. And I love the heart of Dan because I can say that freely here. 
And that wouldn't be the case in a lot of situations. But there's just such a, a relationship and trust that this is what God's doing, that Dan's been open-handed in this process. And he has had to give away some really good people. Um, and so, you know, guys, we just would ask, uh, ask that you would, would consider those three things. Pray about the, your obedience step this morning. Um, and just continue to pray for us as we launch into Blaine, that God would use our community, that, that as Dan talked about in the video, that, that we would really be uh, the people, uh, God's presence would, would dwell among us, and that people could connect to God through this community. So, thank you. We're not giving away just good people, we're giving away the best people, so there you go. And this, because I say that best is because back to the the quality of the people God's raising up to do the work. And I think sometimes we sometimes we just got to give permission for people to go and to do that work and and specific call. So as we as Blaine has launched, uh, what's next for North Bay? We're already asking that question because it's really important. Um, you know, my wife and I and family were you know we had a son that graduated, and if you ever had a son or daughter that's getting ready to take the next step, maybe they're getting married, or maybe there's a lot of work and there's a lot of preparation uh, to that next stage of life. And so all the work, making sure they get all the credits in and the graduation party and the thank you notes and everything, and then one day, see a mom and dad, and you see them drive away and, like, uh, go back in the house and go, okay, now what? That empty nesting feeling. And so we're already anticipating it a little bit. What does that mean for North Bay, where we're going and what we're doing? Well, guess what? We're going to continue to do what we've called, been called to do, and that is to go and make disciples and to be a sending church, a disciple-making sending church, to be this healthy body that's there. Did you know that in Birch Bay, if Birch Bay became its own city, that it would be the fourth largest city in Whatcom County? So there's a populace of people here that God wants to continue for us to reach, but not just in Birch Bay, continue to reach out to Blaine, continue to reach out even across the border to be really sense a regional church that, re that reaches out far beyond that we can even imagine in a geographic location. To be stretched, though, is the challenge. And so what's next for us is as great people and, and best people are heading out, guess what? There's a next group of best people stepping in to fill not only the gaps, but to fill the calling that God has in your life. And so that might be you here and going, what? Well, some people are going this way and some people are going this way. Guess what? It creates opportunity for you to step in and to be a part of what God's doing here at North Bay. But all of us, I love what he talked about, it's not a question of calling. We're all called, but it's how we're going to live that calling out, to go and make disciples. Jesus never said to stay and make disciples, to stay in our comfort, to stay in our safety. No, it's a stretch when it comes to do that. So you're thinking, well, what do I do? You know, I live in the city of Blaine. Now do I have to go to the Blaine campus? Nope. Well, I live in Birch Bay, so does that mean I have to stay at North Bay? Nope. Whatever God is speaking you to do and calling you to do is what matters at it, all, at it all. It's not about geographics. It's not about leadership, personalities, who's doing worship, who's speaking. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with you listening to the call of Jesus and going to make disciples. And going doesn't always mean leaving. Going means going across the aisle after service and meeting someone new. That I got the opportunity today to meet someone during the greeting time. Going means going downstairs and working with our kids. As others are going to help with Blaine. There's going to be a need that Josh is going to have with our kids team. Coming on Wednesday night, going here on, Wednesday, on I'm sorry, Tuesday nights for our middle school ministry. Going across the street to your neighbor, inviting them to a small group or a Bible study. 
Jesus never told us to stay, but to go. And it's about a movement. And guess what? Movements means that we need to move. We need to move on what God's calling us to do. Now, this fall, just give you what's next for North Bay. We're we're launching in here to a a busy season of small groups coming together. If you're interested in being a part of a small group, or how about this, interested in leading a small group, that might be your going. Is it going and, and cleaning out your house and, and making room for people that you could host in your home or lead, lead a group itself? Please let us know on that. And we're going to be endeavoring this fall in a series called Help Heal the World. And we're getting ready and ways that we can tangibly reach out with the hands and feet of Jesus in ways of food drives to hosting a set family conference to uh, Blood drive, maybe, I don't know if we'll do that. Maybe blood drive, that's a good idea. We're going to get blood, okay? We're going we're gonna to do glow stations. I thought that was a good idea. We'll get blood. Glow stations, we're going we're gonna to do those again. We're going to do in ways and reach out even globally to Malawi and the children of Africa that we, to a feeding program. We're going to do these works, but the, that's our goal is to continue to, to reach out in effective ways. Now, we are, in this next year, launching into a new vision to build a new building. And some of you think, what's wrong with this old building? That's a whole story. I'd love to share with you why we have to do this. And we wait till it rains, and it's raining. The rain, we think it's the rain of God. Now it's real rain coming down on you in this building. And there's reasons for that. But guess what? The, the vision is not a building. The vision is a people reaching a people. Our vision is together for a community. It's not going to be fancy building. It's going to be functional. It's going to be user-friendly to reach out. But it's people reaching people. It's the $1,800 that comes in to send kids to camp. It's, the, it's the, 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 the small group that reached out to a woman on, on oxygen, and she needs, you know, yard care, and because not, she's going to get fined in her neighborhood. It's people reaching out to a wheelchair-bound lady, invite to how, have her be able to come to church. You know, all these works that are doing it, we get to be a part of it. It's, it's not about geographics, it's about people reaching out to people with the mission of Jesus, and we are that's who we are. We are an authentic Christian community that effectively reaches out with this vision to be the, a healthy sending movement that carries the hope of Jesus across the street, across the city, and across the world that we get to be a part of. So the best days, the best days are before us. I love one of the things that Dan said that uh, about being a regional church. We don't know what's next, but we know that trust in God is next. It might be into Canada or into Custer. And uh, I, uh, I have a football buddy, and um, it's, a, it's a big football day if, if you're into that. But uh, he ran into this guy uh, a couple years ago with a shirt off, and he had CFL tattooed across his chest. And, and my friend said, oh, are you a Canadian Football League fan? And he said, no, man, Custer for life. Yeah, so CTK Custer could be in our future, and uh, yeah, you just you just let us know. But um, uh, I I get an opportunity to work with all the CTKs, and as people hear that we're going into other communities, they say stuff like, "Oh man, you must be trying to be really big, or you're really trying to get your brand out there." And uh, to that, I say, uh, we really don't care at all about our brand. Uh, we don't care about the CTK brand. Our brand is Jesus. We care a whole lot about Jesus here. And uh, when I when I moved into this community, my dad had taken his own life. I'm from a, a family of brokenness. There was just um, 
there was just not a lot of hope. I, I thought uh, religious people were hypocrites. I, I wanted nothing to do with the church. And I want to tell you, the people in the communities that we're going into want nothing to do with the church. They don't care about our vision weekend. They don't care about our programs. They don't care about the buildings we choose to gather in. In, in, in fact, they disregard us. We're irrelevant to the culture that surrounds us. And we need to know that if we're going to engage them. And so, so we are not about something so small as trying to get our little CTK logo in, in, into new places. What we are about is Jesus. And, you know, while people don't care about, you know, a brand or, or a particular version of Christianity or why Christians can't get along or what's going on with politics, they do want to know, like I wanted to know 25 years ago, is God real? And if he is real, can he help today? And, you know, I wandered into a group of people uh, about 25 years ago that was about this big, the first Christ the King that had ever started uh, on the Guide Meridian. And, and all I wanted to know is, is God real? And if he is, can he help me? And I ran into an authentic group of people. And it is in our mission statement to be an authentic group of people. And I need you to know, no matter how you respond, whether it's here or Blaine or Custer or wherever God calls you, you have to learn how to bring your whole self, how to be honest with, with God, with yourself and with others. You have to share your struggles and your pain and your difficulty. And the church cannot be a place where we just go in and fake Christianity because the people around us will sniff that out and they'll want nothing to do with us. But I ran into a group of people that wanted to be uh, authentic and real. And in that, I found that the answers to the questions I, uh, I was looking for are answered in the person of Jesus. Is God real? God revealed himself through Jesus. Can God help me? Jesus ultimately sacrifices and lays down his life, not just as a point of history we, we celebrate once a year, but to say, I want to enter your life. I want to, you to be about me and me to be with you. And he sends us his spirit so that we're not alone. And we don't gather weekly so that we pat ourselves on the back and feel good about ourselves. We don't hide out from community. Jesus, when, when he was calling some of his earliest disciples, said, to, to, to come and follow me. And it says they immediately cast down their nets and they followed him. And each of us has this net of identity. It's, it's, yeah, for the fishermen, it's, it's, their identity was wrapped in their work. For us, it's, it's wrapped in what we think of ourselves and, and what we do, do during the day. And God is asking us, will we know him in a way where we would lay that down and go all in with him? And you know, honestly, the three of us are friends, and we don't care if you go to Bellingham or Blaine or, or stay in Birch Bay, but we care a whole lot that you would say yes to the mission of Jesus, that you would, alone with God, say, God, I might be afraid, but I want to come out of that cage, that you would, alone with God, say, it might be across the street or it might be across the globe, but I want to say yes to you. And we care a whole lot about that. And so I am going to pray. I'm going to pray for Blaine. I'm going to pray for Birch Bay. But I want to pray specifically for you, that you would have a yes in your heart to what it is that God is calling you to. Because like I said, the world around us, they don't
don't care about our language, but they do care that, that, that the people who claim to live by God actually live for him. And it's in doing so that people will see that there is a God in heaven and maybe one, one day come to know him and love him in the way that God has allowed us to. Will you pray with me? Father God, um, I was reading this week about how as you came into Jerusalem, you wept over Jerusalem. God, the followers were all excited that they were ushering in a king, but it was a kingdom that was different than what they were expecting. And God, I, I, I am excited, God, that, that you are moving in, in uh, Birch Bay with a new building, and you're moving in Blaine with a, with a new gathering of people. But God, I want to be much more excited that you left heaven and you came down so that I could know you in, in a way that, that may, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know that, that, that you hold tomorrow, God. I know, God, that you are with me. Father, you changed everything for me. My identity is wrapped in who you are, God. And there are people here today, there have to be, God, that are hopeless and they need the hope that only you can give. There have to be some people here that are directionless. And Lord, they need to hear you. So Holy Spirit, would you come and would you be clear? God, we're talking about sacrifice. And God, when we don't know you, if we just see you as a good moral teacher and we're just trying to be good moral people, Lord, then it looks like it sacrifice to, to write a little bigger check. But God, if we understand that you've laid down everything, you've given everything, then, then sacrifice is just obedience. What do you want from me today, God? How can I be with you today? What are we going to do today? What are the people of God going to do today? How are we going to reach people that don't know you today? Who do you want us to pray for today? Who needs a healing touch from you today? Jesus, you are working today. Forgive us for forgetting that. Forgive us for getting our eyes off that. And would you teach us to be the women and men that you've called us to be today? God, would you help us to respond with a yes in our heart? And would you help our hands and feet and checkbook and, and schedule to just follow? Not because we're trying to be something great in ourselves, because you are already great. And we are joining you in what you are doing. Thank you, God. God, give us a yes. Give us a willing heart to say yes today, to cast down our nets. We don't know, God, to get out of our cages, to step away from fear and to step into who you are calling us to be. Would you help us? God, I want to pray for Tyler and Bonnie, God, that you would bless them. God, thank you for giving them a yes. God, would you surround them with women and men that will help them. God, reach Blaine. God, that, that we would see things in Blaine as in heaven. And God, and thank you for Dan and Christy and their courageous leadership and their sacrifice. God, their modeling of sacrifice. God, would you bless them? Would you replace, God? Would you give them more and more and more, God, uh, because of what they've chosen to give? And Lord, every person here, God, we say yes to you. God, help us to step into yes today, to believe who you are today so we can trust you more fully and see you work more tomorrow, God. We want to see a mighty move of Jesus throughout Whatcom County, and we believe it's going to happen. Not because of anything great we've done, but because you are great and you are worthy of worship. So we give ourselves fully to you, and we
we pray together in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.